yeah, this use case of vital sensing or detecting the heart rate and the respiration rate, of course, can be done with other things. But for radar, uh, with radar, it can be done remotely. So remotely, I mean, without any physical interaction. So you do not need to wear something, no chest belt, no device. Um, it just senses through your clothing, directly uh, sensing the movement of your chest and gets the signal from there. And this is quite unique. And I believe this will grow over the next few years in many different um, smart IoT devices. The potential of the Internet of Things is well known. But how do we actually implement it? How can people and companies benefit from it? In this podcast, we meet experts from Infineon, partners and customers who tell us how it can work and what it takes to make IoT work. My name is Thomas Reinhardt. I'm your host, and I'm really excited to have this great opportunity sharing this podcast with all of you. Now that the days are getting shorter, the nights longer, and the temperatures colder, people like to retreat to their own four walls. It's cozy, warm, and safe there. And smart technologies can help making it also energy efficient and adapting to the needs of the residents all fully automated. But what does it take for these smart applications? First of all, smart sensors. Therefore, I'm really happy having Bernd Hettich as a guest today. Bernd is a product marketing manager at Infineon and we will talk about IoT sensor solutions for smart homes. Welcome to the show, Bernd. Yeah, hi, Thomas. Thank you uh, for inviting me and yeah, pleasure to be here today. <laughs> so, sensors. As mentioned, mark the beginning or the starting point of every IoT system and record data from the environment of a connected device. However, there are very different types of sensors, so to say. Could you please help us understanding the different types a bit better? Yeah, sure. So actually, um, what we have at Infineon, we call it the Sensive Sensor Family. And the goal behind is to yeah, give things the senses which human also have. So we are here kind of inspired by the nature, let's say, uh, to provide intuitive sensing solutions yeah, to electronics uh, and more. And so, for example, um, we have multiple senses. Well, you are all aware of your ears, for example, so you can listen to things. And therefore, we have MEMS microphones in our portfolio. So actually, the ones with the best signal-to-noise ratio in the market and therefore guaranteeing best audio quality yeah, to multiple devices. Uh, but there's also the nose, right? So you can smell things. What we have is, for example, a CO2 sensor. There, you can sense the CO2 level um, by devices, for example, in a room. And for example, what you can do is you can link the CO2 level to infection risks, which was now in times of COVID quite relevant, but also, of course, for other infections. And this increases the health. Um, then there is more with your fingers. I think you can you can feel pressures and so on. So we also have pressure sensors. Um, so why not implementing pressure sensors in smart devices um, and enabling um, yeah the, the ability to feel small pressure changes? So imagine um, yeah somebody um, is entering your room. You have an intrusion alarm um, functionality in your for example, a speaker, and this uh, detects the small pressure change by the breaking of the, the window, and it gives you an alarm. Then, of course, you can combine it with a, a microphone and so on to make it even more robust. And last but not least, uh, 
I guess for many of us, the most important sense are the eyes. So you can see your surrounding, you can recognize things. And here we actually have two solutions. So one is the yeah, time of flight solution and the other is the radar solution. So it's yeah two Uh, perceive the environment to see the environment and why not giving also technology iot devices the same functionalities and yeah that's the the idea of our sensitive sensing portfolio mm. so giving things human senses that sounds really exciting so let's let's talk about um and the last thing that you just covered so you mentioned two different technologies giving eyes to think uh 3d image sensors and radar sensors What is the difference between them and what makes RADAR particularly special? Mm -hmm. Yeah, so maybe let's start with the image-based sensors first. So like the, the time-of-flight sensors are, or briefly TOF sensors. So they yeah, really provide an uh, image of the surrounding. Of course, the resolution of the image always depends on, on the number of pixels such a sensor has. Um, but what, what you get here is also a clear um, death information. So how far yeah, things in the surrounding are away. So yeah, maybe you can compare it to the to the navigation system of a bat. So you may know that bats are sending around ultrasonic pulses to map their environment and not uh, yeah, collide with, with their environment. And kind of similar, you can, you can see the tough sensors, they're sending out pulses to map the surrounding and getting an image with really these depth informations. Um, so quite nice feature. Um, But the thing is, for the TOF sensors, uh, since they give an image, um, people are also recognizable here, which, which can be a really good thing because you can use them for features like face unlocking, which you may know from yeah, the laptop, the smartphones, and so on. Um, but yeah, you're recognizable. Um, so data are generated here, personal data. Uh, and yeah, you or me, we have a different picture, right? Uh, so data are personalized. Um, and this brings me maybe to the radar sensor. So radar is, is different, I would say. Uh, works also differently uh, since radar sensing is, I would say, completely autonomous. Uh, uh, anonymous, I mean. Um, because it does not generate any image, right? So a signal generated by you or by me could be the same. So radar works in a way that it generates uh, Yeah, a high frequency signal, in our case 24 gigahertz or 60 gigahertz, uh, sends this signal out to the environment. And um, if there are yeah, persons moving around, um, this signal gets kind of modulated. And this modulated signal, or let's call it maybe echo, um, is also is yeah, again received by the sensor. And then the sensor kind of compares the signal which was sent out to the signal which it received. Uh, and the difference gives you all the information. And from this, you can retrieve also the distance to the target, how fast the target was moving, how actually how big was the movement, so what's the amplitude of the signal, um, and so on. Uh, but as said, completely autonomous. Um, and yeah, I think not, not only in safety critical areas uh, where you're not allowed to take images, but especially in, in private environments. So, uh, yeah, private homes, if you consider your living room, your, your bedroom or even bathroom, I think you, you are much more comfortable if you're not uh, yeah, recorded by an image sensor, um, but having a kind of anonymous sensing technology, but still having the functionalities um, of a sensor uh, can bring. Mm, absolutely. So, um, but you talked about smart home or homes in that case, but 
mostly we we uh, know about radar in the connection mm. with car park distance control speed checks and, and topics like that but what are other applications especially in the area of smart homes mm -hmm. yeah yeah you're right so radar sensing is is quite established uh, for years or decades in in the automotive segment or traffic monitoring uh, that's true um so we are also but now we are also going into the Yeah, let's say consumer market. Uh, and yeah, like you said, smart home IoT devices. So, well, in many, many things, uh, what is getting very important is the detection of, of motion and presence of humans or also the non-presence, right? So you can call it vacancy detection if you want. So I mean, if people are still around in certain rooms, in certain areas or rather not, uh, and maybe even where they are exactly uh, and even how many and so on. And this yeah, provides you huge opportunities with respect to, to increasing user experience, increasing comfort in your home, uh, and last but not least, uh, increasing energy efficiency for many applications. So, yeah, let me give you some examples. So I think lighting is quite obvious. Um, lighting, some lighting modules are already triggered by basic motion sensors. Here, of course, radar can help a lot to really detect the presence. So not only if you're moving, but still if you're sitting um, at the table for, for dinner, if you're sitting on the couch to read where you're not really moving much to keep the lights on, but vice versa, once you step out, the lights can go off. And yeah, no longer uh, the need of switching lights, so kind of, yeah, your house um, see, perceives you as a present person and accordingly turns the lights on off. Um, another example might be monitors and television um, devices. So I can give you one example. We have, for example, um, integrated in the, the Samsung Frame TV. Uh, and there, yeah, it's an energy efficiency um, feature that uh, TV checks if a person is still there and if no um, person is there uh, for a certain amount of time, which can be set, then it turns off. Um, but also beyond, you can implement features like, um, um, let's call it child protection. So you check the distance to the uh, nearest person close by. And uh, if you recognize, oh, there, there's a person or a child within one meter in front of a yeah, sometimes very big TV uh, of, I don't know, 80 inch, doesn't uh, sound healthy so you can give recommendations oh dear dear person please step further away or i will rather reduce my brightness or even turn off um, or even beyond that you can say well the tv can kind of follow my position in the room or, or recognize my position on the couch where i'm sitting and if you're a little sitting offset from the center more to the left more to the right it can adjust the audio signal right so that one speaker is a little louder than the other that you still have best um, audio performance or maybe even follow um, you or uh, do things like audio beam forming um, that on different positions you have a different audio experience so um, it, it can be really a lot radar is really really powerful um, yeah, and you can do much more, right? Consider um, air condition systems, turning them on if a person is in the room, controlling the air plates also based on the position that you don't get the, the airflow directly in your neck um, or on your face, uh, but still, of course, having the aircon running to cool down hot rooms. Um, and yeah, with, with the, let's say, growth of really smart devices, with having displays, um, yeah, home appliances, sometimes um, smart kitchen devices, even refrigerators, stoves, they, they get displays or yeah, thermostats, I guess many of you are very well aware. Um, 
I would say 99% of the time, you don't need those displays, but you want to have them immediately there once you are looking at them, if you're really close. And so why not having a radar sensor, um, which, uh, which yeah, always checks the vicinity of the device and really only turn on, uh, turns on the display and the, the functionality if you're there and um, keeps it off if nobody is there uh, to save energy. Mm. Um, so, and you see the, the story can be continued. There are really many applications inside your home, which could profit from a, from a radar sensor. Mm. Understood. So, yeah, as I said, that's, that's really a lot of examples in different areas of our life. So what is actually the advantage for the end user? You, you, you touched already a couple of them, uh, of them, um, but you've also mentioned energy efficiency. So what else is there, uh, to consider? Yeah, well, with, with uh, saving energy uh, also comes saving um, money, right? So currently in times of increasing energy cost, uh, this gets even more important. Um, and yeah, I, I think I indicated it a little. It's it's not only about um, just the, the energy and the money itself. It's also about the yeah, convenience um, or the, the user experience, uh, which you can enable by radar sensors. Um, so yeah, that how to say that your home interacts with you and it always provides um, you what you currently need. So if the light needs to turn on, turn the lights on. If you want to look at the thermostat, the thermostat display turns automatically on and so on. Um, but you no longer need to manually switch it on off, right? So it uh, does it automatically. So I think this is um, a, a great experience once we will have that in our future smart homes. But actually that's not all. So um, one topic which I did not touch up, uh, up on yet is uh, probably um, the, the field of smart health uh, in homes. Um, so for example, what you can do um, with radar is um, yeah, detecting vital signs um, of people. So with vital signs, I mean heart rate and respiration rate. Um, so yeah, that you have it um, on, um, for example, on top of your bed or there older people just to track um, their their life status. Of course, also helpful in elderly homes and hospitals, but why not also in private homes? And even more, if you have also the yeah, radar um, devices inside your home that it can detect uh, where you're located and uh, much more important, if you have fallen down um, and yeah, especially older people, if they've fallen down, it can get really dangerous. Uh, they cannot get up anymore to, to uh, get help. And if they are living alone, um, yeah, it, it's really a, a risk for them. And if you have a device which can recognize that and then accordingly uh, send the information alarm to yeah the, the relatives or maybe even already directly to the emergency, this also brings a lot of, of yeah safety for the future. So for consumers... These are definitely exciting uh, advantages, but changing the perspective, I can imagine that it is not entirely trivial for manufacturers to design such a device. How can we at Infineon help here? Mm -hmm. Yeah, you're right. So, um, well, I, I guess you've seen radar is very, very powerful what it can do. All these use cases uh, and all these applications. Um, but yeah, you need to enable this power, uh, so to say. Uh, so designing really smart devices um, has some challenges. That's true. You're right. Um, and yeah, in the, in the end, you want to have it robust and reliable. 
Um, so it's not that easy, but it's um, definitely um, doable. So actually at the heart of every um, IoT solution, you have, you have microcontrollers, you have sensors, as we discussed, um, yeah, actuators, uh, communication modules, um, security components in there, uh, and so on. So you need to kind of match those data uh, which, you, which you generate here uh, and process them. Um, and yeah, for a successful IoT device, it's probably not enough um, to, to have the module itself, right? Just putting all our hardware components together and sell it to the market. So you need to have more. We need to provide software. We need to provide the network. We need to provide the intelligence on top of the data. So what does it mean um, having a heart rate of a certain value on a breathing rate of a certain value um, and so on? And well, Infineon is addressing uh, all these challenges uh, by offering actually um, radar demo boards and development kits um, for, for yeah, engineers to work with, but also ready to deploy solutions like reference uh, designs, which can be directly reused, um, at, or also our um, Sensive Connected Sensor Kit, which supports more uh, sensors at the same time. So this is kind of a prototyping platform for simplifying and accelerating the development um, yeah, for all these new applications and yeah, in innovative use cases. And if yeah, customers want to quickly design and deploy the IoT, IoT solutions, they actually can um, access our, yeah, I, would, I call it ecosystem with all our comprehensive um, sensor libraries, um, data wrappers, application code examples, algorithms, and so on. So what you can do, you can go to the Infineon Developer Center, and for example, in case of Radar, download the Radar Development Kit uh, to directly work with the yeah, just mentioned demo boards. But you can also uh, look on the Modus Toolbox, uh, which then gives you the support for this connected sensor kit, uh, where even more sensors supported. Um, and yeah, beyond that, um, Engineers, customers can can find help on our community page, uh, so the Infineon community, and even further software libraries on yeah public um, sites as GitHub um, or demos on Hexter. So there is already a lot, uh, and Infineon um, is, is further supporting. Um, Beyond that, what we already offer internally, we're also working together with a lot of uh, partners for all the sensors. So we have a broad partner ecosystem all over the world um, yeah, who take our devices or our sensors, create modules with them, write software, uh, yeah, and uh, with that help customers uh, to design it in and yeah, help them also in the system integration and the certification in the end-of-line testing. Um, yeah, and last but not least, of course, we have many IoT experts in-house um, who then also can be um, contacted to further support with their deep know-how and yeah, overall system understanding. Mm -hmm. Thank you for the overview. So it still is not an easy task, but with the right support and, and easy to integrate products, um, many great exciting devices and use cases are conceivable, so to say. This already brings me to my last question. Um, we always let our guests take a look into the crystal ball, so to say. Um, so my question here is uh, to you. What exciting things are in the store for us? What new applications can we look forward to? <laughs> yeah, I, I wish I would have a, a clear crystal ball. At least I'm not able uh, to read it. Um, but let's still give me my, my personal impression. I, I briefly touched 
up, uh, up on it earlier. Um, so for me, one big thing which uh, is growing the next years is this uh, functionality of vital uh, sign monitoring. Um, so vital sign monitoring, as uh, I said, it's about tracking the heart rate, tracking the breathing rate. Um, so just to give an example, uh, we have um, one partner which we work closely together. It's called Sleepies, um, based in Switzerland. Uh, and they use our yeah, radar sensor to track heart rate, respiration rate uh, while you're sleeping. And then they take those data and analyze them with their medical know-how. And yeah, in the end can give you information on your sleep quality uh, and yeah, potentially discover sleep disorder, sleep diseases. Um, because... Yeah, many of us have the feeling sometimes they, they wake up and, oh, this was really a bad night, but you don't know why. And such a, de a device can help to figure out um, the reason for it. And then um, you can go to the doctor and um, yeah, solve the issues or at least work on that. Um, they actually have a standalone um, medically device um, or medically certified product uh, for doing that. Um, but actually the, the radar solution itself um, is quite small and the software is also transferable. So this feature could be transferred to many, many other um, yeah, IoT devices. Um, so imagine, for example, you would have a similar solution um, in your laptop. So um, I guess you, or at least I am currently uh, sitting in front um, of my laptop. Um, and many of us sit in front of the laptop many hours per day. Um, so imagine you have a functionality in there which tracks your heart rate, your breathing rate. You can connect those data to yeah, the health monitoring data you have in your smartwatch. Uh, and yeah, first get a better picture of your overall health status but also maybe getting the info from your laptop directly um, that you are getting tired and yeah, some recommendations to get a pause, to, to, to step up, to, to go out for a walk, catch some fresh air. So really, um, yeah, continuously uh, getting health information and working on your health. Um, and yeah, this use case of, of um, vital sensing or detecting the heart rate and the respiration rate, of course, can be done with other things, but uh, for radar, uh, with radar, it can be done remotely. So remotely, I mean, without any physical interaction. So you do not need to wear something, no chest belt, no device. Um, it just senses through your clothing, directly uh, sensing the movement of your chest um, and gets the signal from there. And this is quite unique. Uh, and I believe this will, yeah, uh, will grow over the next few years in many different um, smart IoT devices. Uh, for sure, uh, today we are still at an early stage uh, with that, um, but also next to our partner, Sleepies, um, we already have customers, for example, in Asia, having such solutions already in the market um, in the field of uh, elderly care. Oh, thank you very much, Bernd, for those um, exciting insights and also the look into the crystal ball. This brings us to the end of this episode. Dear listeners, if you want to learn more about us or our world of IoT, visit our website infinion.io. If you are currently listening to us on Spotify or Apple Podcast, we'd love for you to subscribe to our podcast and maybe even leave a little review for us. Now, it only remains for me to wish you a good time. Take care. See you next time. Goodbye.